It's Congressman Bob Latta with us here again today. Congressman, how are you? Great. How are you today? I am living the dream, and I appreciate it as always being able to chat with you. It's been an extremely busy time in Washington, D.C., outside of just the headlines from what we see out there with you know, AOC coming out with another part of her Green New Deal and some of the other, you know, lunacy that the Democrats have proposed. But you've been hard at work. There are a lot of bills that you're working on right now. We have drug take back day tomorrow as we're still dealing with a massive opioid problem in the country. Let's start right there. What's what's some legislation that you're working on and how can we start cleaning up the streets a little bit? Well, thanks again, because, again, it's so important that, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we saw that overdose uh, deaths in this country had uh, hit over 73,000. It went down a little bit. Pandemic hit last year. We had over 88,000 people die of overdoses last year in this country, 88,000. So the, the trend is alarming going up. And so what we really have to do is, you know, a couple of things. One, we got to make sure that people... Uh, find help without having to take some type of an opioid or turning to heroin or cocaine and things like that. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, there's better pain management out there and other types of uh, uh, drugs that could be used that uh, people don't get hooked on opioids that the way they have. And so a couple of things I've been working on. One is we want to make sure that uh, bad actors out there that uh, have been uh, in violation of the law, can uh, turn around and get uh, licenses again to keep uh, uh, pushing uh, things across the country in manufacture or distribution. And another is to make sure that we make fentanyl uh, a, a drug that's always going to be scheduled as a Schedule One, and not go through this crazy thing of saying that it's got to be every year that we have to go back and look at it again because we know that fentanyl, as it flows into the country, especially from China, just a tiny little fleck of fentanyl will kill you. And, and uh, these uh, drug dealers are lacing fentanyl into marijuana now and other drugs. And uh, so it is, uh, you know, frightening out there what's happening. And so, as you mentioned, tomorrow is the National Drug Take Back Day. So folks can, you know, get in their medicine cabinets and get rid of all the stuff that they don't want to. We don't want people flushing them down the toilet or putting it down the drain because that ends up in the uh, the, the streams and everything else again. So yeah. we've really got to make sure that uh, we get the, these things uh, off the street. Uh, what I've been working on and also folks for all the different types of medications that they're using, they can get rid of them uh, and get it done, done safely. No, absolutely. That's a huge part of it. Now, some of the drugs that you mentioned with cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, I mean, some of these ridiculous drugs that are still all around, uh, have we seen a trend in the nation between stuff that's being made here in the United States and being distributed or things that are coming in from China or Mexico? I mean, uh, is it being produced here locally and, and, and made in the USA or is it coming across our, our borders? You know, it's both. And, uh, you know, I was down on the border a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, what it's, it's the human tragedy, for one thing, seeing what's happening down there. But at the same time, uh, you know, when all these uh, human traffickers are bringing these people up, they know that the uh, Border Patrol is, has now has 40 percent of their people just doing paperwork instead of being out there patrolling that uh, the drugs are coming in, and we know that cocaine, heroin, uh, meth, uh, marijuana, fentanyl are all coming into the country. And so, you know, we're seeing, I know when I've talked to law law enforcement here in Northwest Ohio, when they talk about meth, they said it is so pure that that it has to be coming in from Mexico, what they're seeing. 
So, you know, it's coming across the border. And uh, so we want to, you know, we've got to uh, stem this tide, but we also have got to get people off this stuff so that there's not the uh, drug traffickers out there uh, don't have a market for it. So it's really important that uh, we break this horrible cycle. Yeah, it's a work in progress, and hopefully we can start seeing some headway on that one. Speaking of the border real quick, give us an update on what's going on down there. Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was given charge to handle the issue down there, and yet she hasn't gone then down there, hasn't given a press conference on what's going on down there. Have we seen any changes outside of the fact that I heard that maybe President Joe Biden had started uh, working on the wall again because of the issue going on? Well, first and foremost, uh, you got to listen to the Border Patrol people, you know, and the Border Patrol, I was down there three years ago. And what I saw then, what I saw today is not, you can't even put it on the same planet. Uh, you know, the Border Patrol said, look, uh, you don't have to build a wall from sea to shining sea. Just, you know, listen to them where you need to put these wall, you know, the sections up to stop the traffic. And they said they can stop 95%. And so, uh, you know, President Trump, uh, we authorized, you know, construction of uh, sections of, of the wall to make sure it's, it's up. Unfortunately, Joe Biden stopped it. Now, here's the thing. Even though he stopped it, you're still paying for it because, well, guess what? It's a contract. So we're paying people to do nothing. And uh, the second part is, is that the president and the vice president, you know, they haven't even, you know, Biden just recently accidentally slipped and called it a crisis because the White House didn't want him to have him say that. <laughs> but it is more than a crisis down there. And then uh, the vice president, she hasn't even thought about him going down there. And it's important that they do because you've got to see it to understand what's happening. I was there in one night with other members of Congress. And about midnight, we saw uh, groups coming up from the, from the Rio Grande River and it's pretty much how many people you can put in a raft, these, these smugglers. And they're getting $4,000 a head for a Central American, $35,000 for a Chinese national. And uh, as, they, as they, these people come up, the Border Patrol escorts them over to a processing center. And uh, then they move them over to a, another facility. But uh, for the all of the, where we were at the, what they uh, call the Donna facility, it's a um, it's it's a temporary, but it's a almost a permanent temporary facility that is only supposed to hold 250 people. When we were there, there were 3,500 people there, and most of them all were all kids. Uh, the Border Patrol uh, had intercepted over 19,000 unaccompanied alien uh, children. They have 5,500 in custody today, and uh, and one these pods are only supposed to hold 33 kids. And I want people to think about this. Let's just say you took your kids to school one day, and they had 33 kids in a classroom. The next day you go back, there are 600 kids in that classroom, <laughs> and that's what it's like. Wow. It, it's just, I mean, it's, I mean the sea, it's just a, ma- a human sea of little kids. And uh, so, you know, they, they, they get them clean. They, they, you know, they get them fed. They get them clean clothes. They wash their old clothes. Uh, but the, they're only supposed to be in Border Patrol uh, for only 72 hours. Some of these kids are now three to four weeks. One little girl was there for over 28 days because, again, uh, these kids are coming up here unaccompanied. And if they can't find out who they belong to, you know, we, we, we've got them right there. So it's 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 a tragedy, but here's the other thing I want people to think about. They're so overwhelmed, they're putting people 
on planes to send them around the country to different places. They give them a brown envelope that says, I can't speak English with some information on it, and put them on airplanes. No IDs, no COVID testing. And so you, they're going around the country, and people ought to be asking the Biden administration, could I, as an American, come back from Mexico without a COVID test? Right. No. Yeah. You can't even, as an American, cross the border without a COVID test. And this is what's happening, and this administration has to be held responsible. What a mess. I've, not, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, this was not near as bad during the Trump administration, was it? Well, this is why I ask people. During the 2020 campaign uh, election cycle, how many times did they hear the, the word border crisis or no. border anything? Because President Trump and Vice President Pence addressed it. You know, they, they listened to the Border Patrol. They said, look, we've got to put up the, the, the wall. And so what's happening now, these people are streaming through the sections of the wall that are even there. And something else that's important to point out is that these human traffickers, it's estimated by the Border Patrol, in February alone, brought in $411 million take on these people. $411 million is how much they made. And when they smuggle these people across the river, I know some people ask me, why don't they stop them in the river? Well, these smugglers, what they'll do is at night, they'll throw them overboard. And it's 40 foot deep in some parts of the Rio Grande. And uh, so they they know that they, if they're being stopped, the Border Patrol or the Texas uh, uh, troopers and their boats have to stop and rescue these people from drowning as they get back across the river to Mexico. Wow. It's, it's, it's I mean, it, as I said, it, the president and the vice president had better get down there to see this because I think about two-thirds now of all Republicans in the House of Representatives have made it to the border. And I can't believe the president and the vice president, who have their own planes, can't get down there. <laughs> well, I don't think they want to go down there. They don't want to look at it. No, if they just no, ignore it, no. then it'll just go away. Yeah, they just think that uh, maybe the press will just uh, ignore it. But, uh, you know, we keep talking about it because, again, uh, we want legal immigration in this country. That's what we are. <laughs> That's what we stand for. Yeah. But at the one facility we were at, at they had 51 nationalities there. 51. They got into Yemenis. And so they can't stop terrorists. They can't stop any of the drugs that they should be when they have 40% of these Border Patrol people who would rather be doing their job out there on the line instead of sitting behind tables processing paper. It's unbelievable. And it just reminds me of a child who's in trouble and just wants to ignore the situation rather than actually address it because they just don't know what to do. And it seems like they're just a little bit overwhelmed. We're talking with Congressman Bob Lattis, 5th District of Ohio. Let's shift gears a little bit. Yesterday was Earth Day and everybody, of course, you know, wanting to plant a tree or just appreciate the earth and do some conservation. The other side, as always, take it to another extreme political agenda. We saw AOC and the Democrats come out with their new new Green Deal on Tuesday with uh, where AOC said she wants really like a $10 trillion package overall. This housing thing that she proposed was like $170 billion alone. But what happened under the Barack Obama administration was really uh, the Water Act or the Water Rule, whatever it was, that really said if you get a big rain in your farm and you have a pond, then now that's navigable water and we get to take control of that. What's the latest with some of the legislation on climate change, on water rights, on property rights? Because now I'm hearing that Joe Biden wants to do a 30 by 30 plan and take over 30 percent of the land in the U.S. Well, right off the bat, uh, you're absolutely right. The water of the United States is so important because uh, uh, where I come from here in northwest Ohio is the Great Black Swamp. And so, I mean, before our settlers came in here, 
it was it was swamp. And so in my home county, which I was a county commissioner for six years, years back, we have 3,000 miles of ditches. That's how we drain this place uh, to make sure that uh, we have some of the most uh, uh, productive farm ground in America is right here. But what the Democrats and what uh, Obama had done and now Biden wants to do again is take this back over, saying that, look, if it's a pothole, we can say it's, it's something under the uh, what we're going to call navigable and something that we have under the United States, waters of the U.S., that we can uh, have control over. Now, the problem with that is it takes this is this is say uh, in my area, you have to do a ditch petition because you got to keep ditches clean. Mm-hmm. Of all of a sudden, it's a, it's a long process. Yeah, just to get through all of the paperwork and all the stages before you even start cleaning it. If you go out there and say that all of a sudden the EPA or the Corps of Engineers are going to get in these projects, we'll never get these things clean, which means all of a sudden everything will back up, everything will be blocked up, the land won't be any good anymore, it would be just back to swamp. And this is what these people are pushing. And we want to make sure that uh, under my legislation, we're going to say, look, we're take, we want to take what the Trump administration had done administratively and turn it into law and make sure that's what the law is in the future and not this uh, business where the uh, federal government can come in and say that a pothole could become an navigable water that they have control over. It's unbelievable. And the other important, you know, yeah, no, go you ahead. Know, I just wanted to think real quick. You know, when you talk about uh, what the, the, you know, the Democrats saying how horrible the United States is and how we're big polluters, they never want to point this out that in the last 15 years, we reduced emissions in this country by 20%. We led the world. What they want to do is turn things over where all of a sudden they put Americans out of work, they shut down our businesses, they let China and India, Russia, everybody else out there polluting as they go. They'll, uh, once the jobs leave this country, Americans are going to say, now what? And uh, it's all because these people are pushing this far left agenda. Well, it is. It's all about control. It's not about actually taking care of the environment. I don't know how rebuilding government homes and expanding more government homes and then trying to tell you that we're going to be carbon free by the year 2020 or 2040 or whatever they want to do. I don't know how that's going to save the earth when, as you mentioned, I mean, China and India are the biggest polluters. We're the ones not, I mean, we're dumping things into the ocean, unfortunately, but not nearly at the rate that the other nations are. It's just astronomical how much better our system is compared to the rest of the world right now. But yet we're the problem somehow. Well, I want people to remember this. Go to the gas pump. Uh, gas in my hometown now is two eighty nine a gallon. It's going to be three dollars here before you know it. And people are going to say, "What happened?" Uh, we were paying maybe a buck, buck, you know, a buck and a half not too long ago, buck seventy five, and all of a sudden we see all this, the gas prices going up. The United States can outproduce Russia and Saudi Arabia in oil production any day. We're the number one producer of natural gas now in the world. The, our, uh, these, these far leftists want to take us out of all of that now. They want to shut down our pipelines. They, they want, they, and then some be like, well, how are you going to get around? Well, you're going to have to live in a city and ride your bike or walk or ride on some kind of a, um, uh, some kind of a light rail system. People, but the rest of us in what we call flyover country, we're in trouble because yeah. this is what they're going to do to us. Uh, and everything, everything that they do now has the word climate in it. Look what John Kerry is doing today. Uh, as uh, uh, Biden's uh, quote-unquote ambassador going around the world, he's putting pressure now on financial institutions about climate, making saying you shouldn't be loaning to certain types of industries out there because they're climate quote-unquote you know uh, p- polluters or they're hurting hurting climate. 
But this is the, and I tell you, the American people better start waking up to say we are not going to stand for this because, uh, again, it's uh, it's um, we're about uh, 19 months or about uh, 18 months to the next election. And we've got to turn this thing around because otherwise all the jobs are, be, are going to be gone out of this country. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. Uh, last question before we let you go, Congressman Bob Ladder from the 5th District of Ohio. But the big economic stimulus plan, that $2 trillion, $3 trillion, whatever it's going to be at the end of the day, where are we with that bill, and is it actually going to get through? Well, and again, I, I, I bite my tongue when I, when I say this. This is what they call their quote-unquote infrastructure package. If you look at the actual, when you're talking about $2.3, $2.5 trillion, what they want to spend, when you, you start off with it right off the bat that you say, wait a minute, only 6%, about 6% of it is only dealing with roads and bridges. And then if you take in all of the you know things that we have to do on uh, with the Corps of Engineers for locks and dams and things like that, that gets you up uh, around 10, a little over 10%. Then if you add in all this infrastructure they want to put in with broadband, it takes you up to 25. So 75% has nothing to even do with quote unquote infrastructure. And uh, first of all, they, they say, well, we're not going to raise gas prices. We're just going to tax those horrible corporations out there by making sure that our tax rate, which we got down to 21% from the highest in the world, getting it down to 21 so American companies could expand. And we saw you know, 3.5% unemployment in this country in such a short period of time because of what Congress and President Trump brought forward with the, with our tax legislation. The Democrats want to turn that around and make sure that the United States has a higher corporate tax rate than communist China. Wow. Well, it's a work it's in progress. All- yeah, it's it's a work in progress, and hopefully we can actually get back on track here. But this is all making me more optimistic about the midterm elections in 2022 because I don't think the American people are going to stand for all of this garbage coming out at such a fast pace from the left side of the aisle. Well, I, you know, I, people have got to uh, watch what's going on in Washington, but also when you listen to this uh, uh, New York-based West and East Coast news that comes out, it's just like every it's just this like drumbeat of how you know how horrible Republicans are, or how horrible it is that you know we are. What kind of a country are we? You know. <laughs> That, you know, first of all, it's just like I'm sure we're supposed to have come here to begin with. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> you listen to these people. and uh, But, you know, uh, we, this is the greatest nation on earth. And, you know, if that's why people want to come here. They want to develop here. They want to be entrepreneurs here. But, uh, you know, you, if we can wipe that out in a stroke in, if, in a short period of time with these leftists and progressives. Uh, because again, uh, they don't produce anything. You know, I come from a district that has over 60,000 manufacturing jobs. We make things. Yeah. I come from the look, uh, the district that has the largest farm income producing district in the state of Ohio. We grow things. Uh, we feed the world, but, uh, you, you start taking this out and then all of a sudden it's going to be like, how are we going to feed people? Yeah. It, it just to, take something like that away boggles my mind because they want that power and that control and they just don't understand it but that's why we have fighters like you that we love and appreciate up there so much doing it each and every day because i don't know how you guys uh bang your head against the wall each and every day like that and continue to do it congressman bob ladder from the fifth district of ohio it's always great to talk to you my friend uh keep up the fight we love it and appreciate it so much we'll get you back on here again real soon well thank you very much and have a wonderful day